When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. It's time to play like a jet with your host, Scott Mason. Play like a jet. What does that mean? Makai Becton, ladies and gentlemen, human beings that large should not run as fast as Makai Becton did. And if you like people just abusing other humans, the Makai Becton tape is for you. Wilson going to the air. Chased out by Daquan Jones. Wilson looking in zone, wide open, touchdown! First NFL touchdown for Zach Wilson! And it goes to Corey Davis. Down the middle, he's got it. Elijah Moore, the 20, the 10, the 5, touchdown! Jones is just caught flat-footed. What an excellent, excellent round. He'll hit immediately when he got the handoff. You know that's the Q-inator. Oh my gosh! Listen, thank you. From the playlikeajet.com digital studio, this is Play Like a Jet. My name is Scott Mason. You can follow me on Twitter at playlikeajet1. And we're doing a series called Outside Looking In. We're going to talk to people who cover the opposing teams in the AFC East. So we're going to do one with the Patriots, one with the Bills. And today we're going to do one with the Miami Dolphins with a familiar guest. You've heard him on the show a couple of times during the season when we did Know Your Foe, Miami Dolphins edition. He covers the Dolphins on the Three Yards Per Carry podcast, our friend Alf Artiaga. Alf, what's up, brother? How you been? Ah, I've been great. I've been great. And outside of talking to Sauce Gardner, I don't know if you saw all my interviews with Sauce Gardner at the draft, you know, I've liked everything that the, your team has done this offseason. It's been a good offseason for the Jets. Well, let's dive into that because that's the entire purpose of the show. Getting a vantage point of somebody who covers one of the other teams in the AFC East and seeing what they think of what the Jets did this offseason. Let's start with what happened in free agency. What did you think of what the Jets ended up doing in free agency? You take a look. The one thing that they really seemed to want to do that they couldn't was go out and get a real home run hitting wide receiver. The one they tried the hardest to get wound up in Miami, Tyreek Hill. And we'll talk about that a little bit later because the Jets made some moves to try and counteract that. One of those moves, DJ Reed, they signed to play cornerback from Seattle. They went out and got Jordan Whitehead to play strong safety. 
They shored up the defensive line with some depth signings like Solomon Thomas. You take a look at what they did on the offensive side of the ball. Obviously, the big move there is Lakin Tomlinson, the offensive guard that they brought in from the San Francisco 49ers. So what do you think overall of what they did in free agency? Oh, I like what they did. Uh, Lakin Tomlinson is a, is a guy who uh, the Dolphins had some interest. I don't think they had any interest at the number he signed with. Um, I think they they really were really singularly focused on Teron Armstead from day one of free agency, and we reported that on the Three Yards Per Carry podcast. We felt it was a foregone conclusion from day one that he would sign with Miami. But I like Braxton Berrios a lot. He's a guy that uh, the Dolphins had a little bit of interest in as well. Tevin Coleman re-signing with the uh, with the Jets. I've always liked him. I've always liked what he what he produces. Uh, C.J. Uzuma is a guy who's been really underrated. A top performer for the Bengals last year, and you mentioned him. Uh, Solomon Tom uh, Thomas is a guy who could play five tech in that system. Um, I think uh, the Jets had a pretty solid free agency. It, it seemed to me it looked like uh, very similar to the free agency the Dolphins had a couple of years ago when they moved from one of the worst rosters in the league to ten and six the following year. So yeah, I like what the Jets did on in free agency. You brought up C.J. Ozama, clearly getting him and Tyler Conklin a big move forward for those tight ends who were, let's be honest, mostly useless last year. The Jets had no functional tight end. They haven't had a functional tight end for quite a while. Now they have two and possibly three, which we will get to in a little bit. But I wanted to ask, Alf, you said just now, this reminded you a little bit of the transition the Dolphins went through when they went from one of the worst teams in the league to going 10-6. and six. And so I was curious what you think in terms of first the free agency and then we'll get into the draft. Just looking at what the Jets were last year, how would you compare what you saw last year to what you saw from this team following free agency? We'll get to the draft in a little bit. How much do you think they upgraded the roster in free agency? Was it enough to at least look somewhat respectable heading into the draft, do you think? Yeah, I think that they reinforced it around the edges. And if if truth be told, if you look at the roster, I, I really happen to like a lot of defensive players that the Patriots have. But if you look at the roster, you got to feel as if the Jets have done enough to overtake the Patriots in the division for, for sure. And once you overtake the Patriots, now you're competing with the rest of the teams in the divisions. And if you can, and if you can hand out losses around the, the division, then you're talking about a division that could be win with 10, 11 games. It brings everybody a little bit closer together. And I think that should be the goal for the Jets in the near future is to eventually compete for, for um, if not even a division title, at least a wild card spot. And part of that is winning games inside the division, which is something you guys haven't done as of late. So, yeah, I really like what they've done. I think they've drawn a lot closer to the rest of the division. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Step into the world of power, loyalty, 
and luck. I'm gonna make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you wanna get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Play like a jet. Play like a jet. So we talked about what the Jets look like heading into the draft and how much you thought they improved at that point. Now let's get to what the Jets did in the draft. You mentioned Sauce Gardner. He was the fourth overall pick at number 10. They went out and got Garrett Wilson, the explosive wide receiver from Ohio State. They had tried to get Tyreek Hill. They had tried to get Calvin Ridley. They had tried to get Debo Samuel. Weren't able to land any of those guys. And so instead they draft their own guy at number 10. They get Jermaine Johnson trading up to number 26, which I was surprised they were able to do. Brees Hall, the running back out of Iowa State, who a lot of people believe is the best running back in this draft. Of course, they get Jeremy Ruckert. I alluded to that before because I said the Jets didn't have any functional tight ends, and now they might have three. After that, it was Max Mitchell, who could be a solid swing tackle, needs some development and some refinement, and Michael Clemens, who is a physically imposing man along the lines of Carl Lawson, just a big, giant dude, and if you watch his tape, there are moments of brilliance there. He's an older prospect, and he's going to have to continue to be brought along. Injury issues as well, but there's some real potential there. So what did you think of the draft class as a whole? On top of what they did in free agency, put them together now. What did you think of how Joe Douglas constructed the roster between free agency and the draft too? As you said, hopefully elevate them up a little bit in the AFC East. Can't expect them to compete with the Buffalo Bills, but at least to be in the conversation to maybe not be in the cellar. Yeah, as far as the, the your draft, and I want to go uh, round one, two, and three. Because round four, Max Mitchell and Michael Clemens, they could be almost anything. And, uh, you know, you could have uh, on our own podcast, we have, you know, we disagree on some of these prospects, especially past the fourth round. Once you get past the top 100, you know, it's it's anybody's opinion. But the first three rounds, I really like what, what you guys did. You didn't take the top player I had at each of those positions because I really like Trent, uh, Trent McDuffie at, at at cornerback, uh, he went to the the Kansas City Chiefs, I believe. So, you know, I wasn't a huge Sauce Gardner fan, but you got a top three guy that I had, a top three guy at every single one of those positions. So if I'm going to nitpick, you know, that's the only nitpick I have. 
So I would say you had it's either the Jets or the Ravens had the best draft, in my opinion, this year. Because, like I said, if you take a top three guy at every single one of those positions, you did all right. You know, I can't argue with, okay, you didn't take my number one guy. You didn't take my number two guy. You took my number three guy. You know, uh, Brees Hall is, I think he should play right away. He's ready to play right away. Out of all of those guys, I would say Garrett Wilson is the most iffy because I really felt that Chris Olave was probably better. And because you really can't teach that speed that Chris Olave has. But Garrett Wilson is a guy who who can develop into his, you know, he could develop into a really, really good wide receiver. Although that's something that usually comes with time. Uh, you have to be almost speed dominant or have a trait that's, you know, that's outside of the norm in the NFL to translate almost right away. So I would say Garrett Wilson is probably the one that's going to take a little longer to develop. I think Sauce Gardner should fit in right away. I think he's going to be a nice player in the NFL. Um, it's a tough division for him. Like he's going to be facing a really good wide receiver twice a year. And when he plays Miami, he's going to face two really good ones. So yeah, Sauce Gardner, I really, really like. I think Jermaine Johnson is an absolute home run and getting him at number 26 is an absolute steal and probably the best value pick in the entire draft, I would say. Because he's, a, in my opinion, he was like a top 10 guy. Jeremy Ruckert, I had as the best tight end. Although, you know, Trent McBride, I, I believe is his name, was a guy, and this is just off the top of my head, by the way, is a guy who I really, really liked for Miami. But uh, Jeremy Ruckert's a little bit more complete. I think he fits what the Jets want to do better. I believe he'll start. And, yeah, and I believe he will start over C.J. Ozoma eventually. Uh, Jerry Morocco's a complete tight end. I think he's going to be very, very good for, for the Jets. I love what they did in the draft. I think it was... It's either them or the Ravens. Like, in fact, if I go... Let, let me look over the Ravens, okay? Uh, Kyle Hamilton. Yeah, okay. Tyler Linderbaum, really, really good player. David Ajab was a hell of a player. Um, I, w- I would give it... I would still give it to the Jets. I think the Jets got more players. I think the, the Ravens got the best players in Linderbaum and Kyle Hamilton. But, yeah, it's a spectacular draft, and it was perfectly coordinated with what you guys did in free agency. I would just caution Jet fans. Like, you know, you got really good players in the draft. doesn't mean that they translate right away. You just want to see them, you know, get into a slow boil. If I had to guess, I think Jermaine Johnson and Jeremy Ruckert pay immediate dividends. I think Brees Hall plays in part of a, of a, of a platoon situation. I think Carter's going to play a lot, and Tevin Coleman should get some reps. I think Garrett Wilson and Sauce Gardner will come along slowly and be top performers by next season. Alf, we've seen what the Dolphins have done around Tua Tagovailoa. Now, we could sit here and argue whether Tua is going to be the franchise quarterback in Miami, but they are intent on finding out because they drafted Jalen Waddell last year. This year, they go out and they get themselves Tyreek Hill in a trade. They bring back Mike Gusecki. They've surrounded him with plenty of talent. So if Tua is the guy, we will know. Do you think the Jets did enough around Zach Wilson to put him in that similar situation to what the Dolphins have done with Tua, where you can legitimately judge Zach Wilson based on what's around him and say, okay, if he succeeds with these guys, you know he's the real deal. If he doesn't, then maybe they're going to have to look in another direction. I think they did. And if, if they failed in any single one spot, it really wasn't their fault. Tyreek Hill wanted to be a Miami Dolphin. And Debo Samuel, just to, you know, the 49ers were not going to trade him. Uh, we were at the draft, and we were hearing all day that day, on day one of the draft, the first round, 
that the Jets were dangling number 10 and possibly number 36 for Debo Samuel. And that the 49ers had just flat out said no. You offer number 10 and number 36, you're essentially offering a little bit more than what the Dolphins offered for Tyreek Hill. I think that's a premium for a guy like Debo Samuel. 49ers said no. There's just That's the only thing the Jets failed to do is just go get that home run guy, Tyreek Hill or Debo Samuel. Other than that, I like what they've done for Zach Wilson, especially the tight ends. The You had nothing there before. Now you have a, what looks like a pretty decent group. And that should get that waggle game, that play-action game going with Zach Wilson, who's very adept at it. Like He can throw well on the run. That's something. That's somewhere where you can start to get him some help. And, you know, I don't think that you're that far off as far as wide receiver cores. I think, I think the Jets have one of the better young ones. So I think Zach Wilson has enough to start seeing, you know, if you have something that's worth looking at further this season. What do you think of Zach Wilson? Do you think he'll be able to make that leap based on what they've done around him and what you saw of him last year? I know he struggled at points, but toward the end of the season, he started to play a little bit better. You start to see him settle in and be more comfortable in that offense. As somebody who is going to have to watch Zach Wilson play against his team twice a year, what do you think? He has all the physical tools. It's going to be about coaching, and it's going to be about getting him to do things that he's very comfortable in doing. Uh, here in Miami, we had, we kind of had the opposite situation. Uh, like all they really did was try to undermine the quarterback as much as possible under the previous head coach. <laughs> and then we started taking injuries that on the wide receiver core and essentially it was just two out there trying to be really efficient, try not to turn the ball over, but playing the game manager, you know, and every once in a while he would have one of those moments where you say, oh, okay, this is what he can be. This year is completely different. This year they're, they're handing him weapons. And they're saying, look, we want you to be more than a game manager. We want you to be more than just a winner, quote-unquote winner, uh, which is essentially, you know, get the hell out of the way of the defense and make sure that you don't screw it up, you know? So I think for Zach Wilson, they're doing something similar. I think they're bringing him up a little bit slower than the way they brought up Tua Tunga Bailoa, I'll tell that for sure. But I think you're going to be able to see by this season, you're going to want to see some benchmarks. I think a two-to-one TD to – Interception ratio is something you're going to want to see. Uh, maybe a quarterback rating in the mid-90s is something that, that you can expect. You guys know, you guys can know it when you see it. Sam Darnold, I don't believe, ever showed it. I think he showed it in maybe two-game, three-game spurts. That's not enough. You want to see it at least for nine, ten games, maybe if not even a full season. So I think this year you're going to be able to learn a lot about Zach Wilson. And you're going to know pretty soon, like, okay, you know, we're going to just write out this rookie contract and then we're going to look elsewhere. Or, you know, is this a guy that will look to invest even further the following year in cap space and in players to build around him and try to get the most out of his rookie contract, which is essentially the plan. Like, that's what everybody's trying to do. You mentioned the coaching, so let's talk about that a little bit. From what you saw year one and then what you've observed of the coaches in the offseason so far, what are your thoughts? Do you think Salah and his crew are the right guys to lead the Jets forward? Have you seen enough to be confident that there's more there? Or as somebody who watched him go up against the Dolphins twice last year, do you think that maybe the Jets got it wrong again? Well, it's going to have to be with you know what's around you know the offensive coaching staff. Um, like, as I look at the, the Jets coaching staff, do I know some of these guys like, you know, Michael floor, you know, he's, he's, he's been around the league, 
you know, Brent Boyer is is interesting. He's an interesting guy. Uh, Miles Austin is is was one of my favorite players with the Cowboys. Very interesting way to get the way you guys like put together this uh, this coaching staff because you actually have two guys who are related to Dolphin coaches. Okay, mm-hmm. so you know Robert Sala, I was I was iffy on, but then I kind I kind of saw a little bit of his vision toward the end of the year, and. You know, you got to think that he's going to get it right, especially on the defensive end. I think you're closer there than you are on the offensive end. And once you get that part of it right, you know, I think you're going to be right where you want to be. I will say, another, I will say one thing about your coaching staff. You have Tony Oden as your senior defensive assistant and co- with the cornerbacks. He's one of the best coaches in football. He was here for a very long time. I like him a lot. So, yeah, I would say, you know, you're right there. Uh, you know, and I got to believe that Robert Sala is going to get the defensive side of the ball right this time. What do you think of the clash of the Titans here that's going to happen between the Jets cornerbacks and the Miami Dolphins wide receivers? It doesn't matter how talented you are. Tyreek Hill and Jalen Waddle are going to be a handful for anybody. You've got Sauce Gardner, who obviously has high expectations for him coming in as the number four overall pick. DJ Reed, who's a smaller corner but has enormous wingspan and was actually one of the better cornerbacks in the league last year for Seattle. They come in here and help upgrade that secondary enormously. How do you think that's going to play out? Because to me, those two games, the cornerbacks versus the wide receivers, the Dolphins receivers and the Jets cornerbacks, it's going to be a fascinating matchup. And I think it's something that bears watching for the next couple of years because the Dolphins have two of the top receivers and the Jets have two really good cornerbacks, one guy who has the potential to become elite. Uh, And I really like uh, some of the guys that you have behind those guys. Uh, Michael Carter's a nice player. Um, Mm Mm-hmm. Bryce Hall as well. Uh, I would give pretty strong edge to the Dolphins. It's going to take a little while for Sauce Gardner to get up to speed. It's very rare, and I mean extremely rare, that you see a rookie cornerback just step in and right away uh, be dominant or even hold his own against some of the likes of like a Jalen Waddle or a Tyreek Hill. So I think the Jets are going to have to look for other ways other than just try to you know, shut them down because I think the Dolphins will look for ways to just get the ball in their hands, Jalen Waddle and Tyreek Hill. They managed that this season with Jalen Waddle and to some success in some games against some good teams, especially the New England Patriots. So, you know, I wouldn't I wouldn't put too much stock in that, but they're definitely going in the right direction. I think you want to get pressure on Tua Tungo Valoa without blitzing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's going to be the most important thing the Jets can do in a matchup with the Miami Dolphins this year. And that's where Jermaine Johnson and hopefully a healthy Carl Lawson will come into play. Alf, you alluded to this before, but I really want to flesh this out more with you. You don't seem to think the Jets are on par with the Dolphins and the Bills, and I would tend to agree with you at this point. You do think that they could compete with the Patriots. All said and done, where do you think the Jets finish in this division? Do they overtake the Patriots and finish third in the division? And what do you think is a reasonable expectation for wins? I've said somewhere in that six to seven range is probably the sweet spot. Do you think that's fair? I think six to seven is about right. I think uh, I, th- I think eight is in the cards, especially if you look at the division. I think the Jets' uh, goal should be to take at least two games in the division. And to be honest with you, you want to take three. You want to sneak one away from Miami. And if you don't believe you can take one from, you know, from the Bills, then, you know, might as well just shoot for the the sweep against the Patriots. Now, if you don't believe you can do that, two wins is probably 
on track. I'm pretty certain that Miami is feeling like they want to get the sweep again. Uh, they've done it before. They did it last. They swept uh, the Jets and the Patriots last year. And their boogaboo was just, they can't get past the Bills. So I'm sure that they're looking in a different direction. But I look at the Patriots as a team that's just, you know, they haven't really done much. They've looked around their roster. Think about what, they've, what they're what they actually banking on. Like today they're posting videos about Devontae Parker. Devontae Parker is a guy that was not going to make the Dolphins top three guys, okay? They effectively went out to replace him by signing Cedric Wilson and making a trade for Tyreek Hill. They're counting out on him to be their number one wide receiver. That should tell you all you should know about what the Patriots did as far as their their skill positions this year. They added even more running backs to what was a strength last year. I don't know. I think they look they look like a team that is actually believing their own BS. And if Bill Belichick has shown anything, is that he he like any other coach needs talent to win. And I think they could be in for a rude awakening this season. And when I mean rude, I'm talking about a huge drop off, maybe six wins. So yeah, I do think the Jets overtake the the Patriots. I think eight wins, eight even nine wins with with a little bit of luck, a little bit of schedule luck, meaning some guys get hurt elsewhere. I think nine is in the cards, but nine is only in the cards if you guys could win three three games in the division. I don't say they don't win three games in the division. I say they they get at least one and probably two, and I think eight wins is pretty successful. Looking forward to twenty twenty three. Alf Artiaga, co-host of the Three Yards Per Carry podcast. Thanks so much for coming on and providing a Dolphin-centric point of view on what the Jets did this offseason. Really appreciate it. I think it's fascinating to get a look at the minds of people who cover the teams that are in the AFC East besides the Jets, the Patriots, the Bills, and of course the Dolphins. So looking forward to doing other shows talking about it from a Patriots-centric point of view and a Bills-centric point of view. Al, for those that want to check out your work, want to follow you on social media, how can they do that? Uh, you can follow me on social media at Alf underscore Artiaga, A-R-T-E-A-G-A. And of course, all our work on Three Yards Per Carry, you can get our podcast the number three yards per carry anywhere you get your podcast. We're on the Five Reasons Sports Network. Get us on Spotify, iTunes, wherever you get your podcast. We're pretty much everywhere. Go ahead and follow Alf on social media and make sure you check out the Three Yards Per Carry podcast. I always encourage people to follow and listen to people that cover these other teams because you want the information to understand what the enemy is up to. Go ahead and follow Alf. Listen to the Three Yards Per Carry podcast. Check out what we're doing at playlikeajet.com and the Play Like a Jet YouTube channel. The Thunder from Down Under, Luke Grant, has got some fantastic videos up including a great video of Sauce Gardner. We talked about him before, and he's got multiple videos of the other rookies the Jets drafted. All 22 breakdowns. You want to watch those and subscribe to our channel if you haven't already. Visit our store, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. We've got the John Franklin Myers, Quinn Williams, Bless You, Thank You shirt, the Play Like a Jet logo shirt, the Zach Says Go Long shirt, the Zach the Ripper shirt, caps, mugs, hoodies. It's all there, tpublic.com. That's T-E-E-Public.com. And be sure to give us a five-star review for the podcast on iTunes if you haven't done that already easy way to help out the show if you like what we're doing doesn't take you much time doesn't cost you any money but it goes a long way to help us out so if you could go ahead and do that for us we'd be quite grateful and for the latest and greatest in new york jets podcasts and content you know where to go it's play like a jet digital play like a jet.com 
Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. ChumbaCasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.